welcome our brilliant listening audience to episode two of Stupid or Irresponsible. And Joe, I had to add that little line in there because, you know, the truth of the matter is, if people are listening to us, well, you know, it's, I'm not going to try to bring ego into this, but if you're paying attention, if you're implementing cybersecurity measures, uh, the last thing you are is stupid or irresponsible. And so the title of the show, guys, is never towards our beloved listening audience. <laughs> it's to the people with their head in the sand who maybe uh, should be listening. Right. So, Joe, uh, let's do a quick introduction. My name is Justin Shelley. I think I'm still the CEO of this organization. <laughs> yeah, and I'm Joe Milo. I'm the CIO here at Master Computing. Joe, what does a CIO do? I know we've talked about that before, but, uh, you know, in 10 words or less. 10 words or less. I do everything. Yeah, that was yeah, four. Oh, that was pretty solid. That was pretty solid. <laughs> Actually, it's three. I, I, I do everything but count. Okay. Count correctly. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> Got to clarify that. Um all right, so, you know, we've kind of gotten in the habit of talking about the most interesting thing that's happened to us over the past seven days. Yeah. You want to go first? Boy, what a week. What a week. Um, you know, honestly, it's been a lot of work. Just a lot of just grinding. Put my head, yeah. you know, beginning of the year, it's got, you got new budgets. You got, you know, implementation of all these new systems and software. And, you know, ransomware is all over the place, making sure everybody's safe, <laughs> yeah. crawling through the weeds, figuring out all the, the new security stuff we need to update, change. Uh, yeah, so it's, it's been a lot of that, a lot of grindstone work. It's been a lot. And uh, in full disclosure, I think we missed last week recording, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, we had a, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, hey, most interesting thing from my perspective is our, uh, our shitter was full. <laughs> Our plumbing's been a problem for a couple of weeks now, right? Yeah, yeah. It's been a mess here. So hopefully we're getting closer to having that resolved. But, man, that's made for some interesting times. <laughs> On a more positive note, we have a new table in here in the recording studio. All right, yeah. An upgrade from that last thing that we had in that I always hated. So, all right, let's let's uh, let's move on. We'll talk a little bit about, like we usually do. Well, I want to well, – well, oh, go ahead. Did you have anything interesting the last week? That's what I just said. Oh. The, oh yeah, the, the, yeah. The, the bathroom. plumbing, yeah, yeah, the table. Yeah. That was oh, that's fair. that was that's mine. Fair. Okay. okay. <laughs> Can I go on now? Okay. <laughs> uh, why do we call it stupid or irresponsible? And I, I kind of just made that point earlier, but I'll say it again. It, this comes from a marketing campaign that we send out. There's a letter that the headline is, you know, when you get breached, when you get uh, ransomware, whatever, hacked. a cybercrime hits you, hacked, whatever. Um, are people going to come? flocking to you to support you or are they going to call you stupid yeah they're going to call you irresponsible and uh, unfortunately it's usually the latter yeah and you know and with reason I, I exactly and that is the purpose of this show like if if i won't say if anybody gets hacked they're stupid but i will say that generally speaking the ones that get hit are the ones that are not paying attention and not taking the proper measures yeah absolutely so uh you know i so we're gonna go updates headlines I'm going to call this an update, Joe, and then uh, then you can you can chime in with an update if you've got one. But, <laughs> okay. Um, you and I have met with several prospects, potential clients, over the last few weeks, and there's one in my mind that uh, I, I I mean I'm I'm speechless. I'm literally speechless at the disaster that is their security and the near refusal to do anything about it. Yeah. You know, um, and I won't give any more details than that because I won't, don't want to. We want to protect the guilty and the innocent both. Um, 
but holy hell. <laughs> you know, they, I, I don't know. I don't know how to sell to those kind of people. Yeah. Where, where it's just not important to them. Yeah. Or they know it's important, but they're not willing to take action. It seems to me complacency is probably the biggest problem and, in and the cybersecurity world. Complacency, and I think there's a little bit of ego. Yeah. When you're the one responsible for security and for technology in your organization and somebody comes in and says, hey, we've got some major blind spots, some major holes that have got to be filled quickly. Uh, you know, maybe it's a little bare bottom spanking. I don't know. Um, yeah, you tell me. Uh, yeah, I see it every day. It's, but it's really con- disconcerting. This organization that I have in mind, they will be out of business, I predict, within 12 to 24 months. Yeah. Uh, assuming they don't take action. And right now, it doesn't look like they're going to. Right. So I give them 12 to 24. And you know what? Maybe that'll make a future update uh, <laughs> <laughs> if we catch wind of the, the disaster that is just impending. So yeah. that was my update. Joe, what, what updates do you have for our brilliant listening audience? Well, as always, uh, solar winds always on the mind. Um, so we had a couple of uh, releases in the last couple of weeks. Uh, so one of those is that 3,000 U.S. Uh, Department of Justice email accounts are confirmed to be breached, that they have been, re- you know, they've gone through and verified that all their emails have been downloaded, viewed. Oh, wow. Uh, now, they weren't sending out from these accounts, but, okay. uh, I mean, that's a lot of DOJ email accounts that are, you know, sensitive, high security information email accounts. So I trust they've since secured the account. Like, there's not ongoing access to them. Again, we don't uh, know that, I guess. So every week we're getting new updates about, sure. oh, we found a new piece of this malware. In fact, uh, just last week, or I guess last Friday, there was another update of another piece to SolarWinds that was discovered of backdoor that they've been inside, um, that they retain access. Now, we don't know how much of this is currently known versus how much are they telling us. Sure. Yeah. Uh, there's definitely going to be a lot of stuff that they haven't disclosed just for the reason they're trying to make sure that they they have those guys out or they're investigating to see if they can find other ways that they're right. inside uh, monitoring their activity. But, um, you know, for sure, there are there are more there's more to the story than this tip of the iceberg stuff. Uh, and they're deeply embedded inside a lot of the on a lot of these networks a lot of the you know right this you know especially something like this you know sensitive doj email accounts uh viewing all those emails that were sent and received with and we said this from day one that this is going to be an ongoing discovery process yeah it's going to continue to prove to be worse and worse and worse yeah um you know and and with it as we sit here and talk about it i'm just being completely transparent my heart sinks. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, how bad is it? Yeah. And then I, I do what most people do when we start talking about security. It's like, well, what hope is there? Like, I just did that in my own brain. And so I get it when I'm out talking to people and I'm trying to tell them how important it is to take these measures, you know, because my own human brain says, well, shit, these guys are doing all of that stuff. Yeah. And they still get attacked. Yeah. This is, I, I mean, this is like a, like a comic book movie. This is yeah. the, the real deal, the greatest hackers in the world against the greatest hackers in the world. Right. Uh, you know, it's, and we're watching it play out in the, in the real, the yeah. real world. It's kind of crazy. It is. It's, it's terrifying. Um, but I'm, I'm going to counter what I just said with, listen, there's nothing that's a hundred percent. Yeah. That's obvious. So what I've said before is there's two primary targets for attackers, hackers, breachers, cyber criminals, whatever you want to call them. And that is the people that are way at the top with a huge target on their back. Yeah. Governments, 
security, like huge security companies, FireEye, SolarWinds, like these guys are huge targets. I don't envy them. No. Um, then the other main group is the low-hanging fruit. It's the people who are not listening to our show, <laughs> and my ego's kicking in there. But you know, whether it's this show or whether you're listening to other things or learning somehow, always on top of this stuff, always taking the protective, preventive measures. Um, if you're doing that, you're not in either of these primary targeted groups. Right. So there is hope. There's not perfect protection no matter what we do in life. There's no guarantees. But for fuck's sake, we can do better. Yeah. You know? Pardon my French. Why do the <laughs> French get uh, dinged with the, the naughty That's language? That's a good anyways? question. I don't know. I think, uh, yeah, I don't know. But anyways, guys, we can do better. That's, generally speaking, we can do better. As Joe, as you and I go out and we, we interview prospective clients, we onload new clients, we look at what they've been doing, we look at what they haven't been doing. It's terrifying yeah. and it's ridiculous. Yeah. And I would argue it's stupid at a <laughs> minimum irresponsible. Yeah. irresponsible. <laughs> so with that, uh, let's talk about our security tip of the day. Let's do it. This is kind of an interesting title for episode 20. Yeah. Wait until you hear this story about what a secretary did. Ooh. This sounds like locker room talk, Joe. <laughs> it's not quite that exciting. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. So. Well, in a, so there was a recent incident uh, reported in the news. Uh, so an office secretary, we don't, we don't want to talk about which company, but pretty big one, uh, unknowingly gave some uh, of her law firm's most private data to a gentleman who had bought a Comcast cable polo shirt off eBay. Wait, what? Say that again. <laughs> All right, so this guy goes on eBay and buys a, Comcast, a used Comcast. Comcast, like the Comcast internet company. Comcast and ISP, an internet provider, okay. right. So he just like in a, again back to a comic book movie here. <laughs> so he buys a uniform of an IT guy. Oh, I see. Yeah. I see where this is goes going into now. a law firm. Uh, oh. You know, goes to the secretary and says, "Hey, I'm here to check your modem quality and your internet speed." Uh, wow. She had no reason to suspect he was part of some, you know, <laughs> some some hacker ring or anything like that. Well, uh, I'm gonna pause you right there, and guys, I'm gonna get ahead of Joe a little bit and give you a tip. Yeah. Um, if somebody shows up at your office to check your technology and you don't know they're coming, they probably shouldn't be there. Yeah. That's, that's HVAC. That's, that's the whole shebang. Any of it. Yeah. Yeah. There should definitely be. There aren't. Yeah, we'll, get, we'll get we're to, the, get there? Okay. Yeah, to the sun right. party here. All right. Go on. So anyway, she leads him to the back of the server room. And now he asks, oh, you know what? Let me go ahead and grab. Do you have passwords for the firewall and the modem and, you know, the server and the VPN? Well, she's got it. She's got it listed. She's got a little printout paper in Excel. The secretary has access to this information. She's got all the full because she's you know she's the secondhand uh, leading person to the the owner who needs so I'm all that. Get ahead of you again, guys. If you're giving people passwords, also give them instructions on when they can give those out. And probably don't have them printed out on a piece of paper that they can easily just pull out. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So anyway, uh, you know the rest of the story. She gave it up. He breached everything. He cr he got rid of all their stuff, through all uh, created new logins for his, himself and his hacker group. <laughs> walked out the door, and now that none nobody in the company had access, nobody could remotely access. And we're talking this is a very large internet. You know. I mean, did they have cameras? Did they? Could what they, do you do? Hopefully, maybe at least try to find the guy. I don't know. Well, uh, to date, there is no update on. Wow, have they caught the guy? But for sure, they are still. This is two months in. Uh, they're still dealing with the repercussions there. Uh, they're not fully all the way back up. 
So, what's the answer here? Well, don't be like stupid. you just said, yeah, don't be stupid. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, and I got a laundry list of why, but another one of the big things, like you just mentioned, have a policy surrounding that. Yeah. Keep a company policy about how visitors are allowed in the building. Uh, make sure those are updated. Make sure, uh, you know, especially somebody that has sensitive password information who probably shouldn't be your secretary. Or, you know what, I'm not going to argue. I'm going to push back a little bit. I don't care if the secretary is the one that has the keys to the kingdom she just better have solid instructions on what to do with them yeah and definitely not give them out like that yeah <laughs> and probably a chain of command here if somebody come that, in and ask for an yes. admin you probably want to talk to them uh but again those kind of policies you got to have them uh it's something you don't really think about if you're just always thinking about operations how do i make this how do i make my job better and faster and get more productivity if you're not thinking about security like this um you know you're just you're asking for it. I mean, I'm sitting here taking notes to make sure that our policies say this <laughs> stuff. I, you know, I, and, and that's kind of the, this is the game with security. It's constantly looking for your blind spots. Mm-hmm. I don't think this is one of ours, but I tell you what, I'm going to go back and look at our policies <laughs> and I'm going to make sure that uh, everybody who has access to passwords is uh, get some updated training on it. If I hadn't said it again, I'll say it again. Uh, review your policies. That's, so maybe yes, that's maybe, my point. Yeah, maybe a year ago, two years ago, you paid some company to write all your policies so you could pass a PCI scan. Yeah, exactly. Maybe you go back and look at those. Yeah, maybe what? you make sure that they're up to date. Maybe uh, some people left and some new people are here, and maybe they don't know the rules. Right. Make sure they're up to date. And with that, I want to move on to headlines. Okay. Um, so we kind of mentioned. Uh, you know, the low hanging fruit. Yes. That's a big deal. Yes. Well, we've got three of the uh, do it yourselfers, the lower, lower tier of networking things or computer things that have all been breached. Uh, they all have some kind of security violations going on. And I guarantee you, the people that bought these are not staying up to date with firmware. They're not staying up to date with that kind of thing. Anyway. When you say lower tier. Are you talking about the organization that got hit or are you talking about the hacker? Well, let me explain. Okay. Okay. Ubiquity, you've heard of the name. I have heard the name. This is the leading residential slash small, like small, small business. It's the yeah. small business that doesn't have IT, or maybe the nephew does IT. You know what? I, I know a lot of IT companies who use them, and it drives me crazy. Yeah. I'm not a fan, personally, yeah. but hey, you know, that's just me. Well, just recently, they had a security breach that may have exposed all user data. They All s- of it? Like everybody. Like, so they brought the oh. list out, and it was just about everything that they still sell. Uh, password logins, wow. you name it, everything inside. So anyway, they had they were forced. They sent out a mass email to everybody that has a Ubiquity or Unify account, saying as much. You need to reset your password immediately. So like admin credentials. Yeah, full admin credentials. So let's assume that we were using Ubiquity, which we're not, by the way. Yeah. And our client, we sold it to our clients. We're managing it for them. They would have our credentials. Is that what you're saying? Essentially, yes. And uh, one of the things they kind of forced, they used to, and this is kind of the trend going forward, it used to be optional for multi-factor authentication. Now they're requiring it. In fact, uh, after they sent that email out, once you had logged in, it was requiring you to reset your password, update your, and create uh, two, two-factor two authentication. Hey, guys. Welcome to 1980. Yeah. Thanks for catching up. <laughs> Jeez. So that's wow. ubiquity, okay. right? Uh, you're going to see those at a lot of the the... Like I said, small mom and shop, mom and pop shops. Well, the next one uh, is another one I see when we go and do uh, some of these things. Uh, Nitro PDF. This is like the alternative, the free alternative uh, oh. to Adobe. 
like cute PDF is the one I was familiar with. On well, Nitro versions. is cute. Oh, it is. It's yep. the same company. Same same guys. Okay. Uh, so a hacker has released a full database of 77 million Nitro PDF user records, including email addresses, full names, your hash passwords, titles, company names, IP addresses, other system information. They didn't mention the big ones, uh, credit cards, yeah, billing, all that stuff. Anything you've got in Nitro PDF? If you uh, have a if you have access, oh, meaning stuff you've put into the documents? anything you put in the document, anything that you have uploaded into oh. your personal account, oh, it's damn. been leaked. Oh, damn. <laughs> Nitro wow. PDF, uh, be careful. Uh, if you have a Nitro PDF account, make sure you update everything, uh, get your passwords changed, and expect some of these uh, expect some of those phone calls from uh, Puerto Rico, from uh, <laughs> the Netherlands. Uh, make sure check your firewall. Make sure you got some block lists if you're able to do geolocation blocking. So, just real quick, Nitro slash Cute PDF yeah. is generally a free product. It is right. Yeah. Okay. So, might I submit, folks, that if the product's free, you are the product. <laughs> exactly. Nobody is writing code and distributing free software because they are good Samaritans. I'm sorry, that is not the way the world works. If you are using free software, there is a damn good reason it's free. Yep. Okay, go on. So there's Nitro PDF. Uh, the third one is a huge one. Uh, th this one's very popular, especially with Apple users, Mac users. Oh, VLC. But Windows use it also. Yeah, VLC Media Player. Uh-oh. They just fixed uh, with the newest patch that came out a day ago, uh, fixing very numerous remote code execution flaws. What does that mean? If you've got VNC or I'm sorry, VLC, VLC Media Player, that's the if you notice the little tra uh, traffic cone icon yeah. that you play your music on. I definitely used Orange it in the cone. Winamp days. I did, yeah. yeah. That's why I said, uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, no, that was two computers ago. Yeah. Well, this I, was back in the day when you put DVDs and wanted to watch DVD movies on your computer. That's really where this came in. Well, for, probably for you. Uh, actually, this is in image, at least in uh, in our county's uh, uh, teachers association. So when they dish out these uh, the Chromebooks out to their users, to their teachers, out. they roll it out with VLC player. For what? Like because it's free. Uh, it's licensed. Um, yeah, they don't have to pay. But I mean, what 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 was the use of it? For watching DVDs, watching movies, uh, yeah. What else does it? I honestly don't even know what else. It's it just does. playing media, just a, a media player. It's a media player. Okay. Yep. Yep. So watching movies, uh, I you know audio. listening to podcasts, anything audio, anything okay. visual uh, that you're watching, like a recording of, or maybe you brought a DVD. Yeah. If they're playing a movie to the kids, that's what they use. Oops. Remote uh, remote code execution flaws, meaning um, you need to get that patched immediately. If you have VLC. Get it patched because there are active vulnerabilities where they can remote in, they can lock you out, they can create admin rights uh, with their own stuff. Yikes! It, and and it's so widely spread. It's I mean it's one of the biggest applications and it's free. Right. So that's why it's you know, know everybody's got it. Why and, is it free? Yeah. <laughs> and I got to imagine if at least our county, Denton County, here in Texas is using it, I would imagine several other schools, if not all of them, are using it as well. Hey, so legitimate question. VL, I keep having to look at the notes to see if it's VLC or VNC because <laughs> these are both products I'm familiar with. VLC and the cute PDF slash whatever the hell they changed. Nitro PDF. Nitro. Are those open source? Are they open source? That's a you good know, question. I don't know. Because I think VLC is open. I don't know though. 
You could probably get on GitHub and get the source I, code. Well, and that's kind of what I'm wondering, you know, because there's there's a I don't know how common the trend is right now, but for quite a while there was a big push to go open source. Yeah. And I think there are advantages to that, but I think there's also a lot of risks in, involved with that. So well, I, I don't Mozilla, know. Mozilla, Firefox is open source. Still is, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm. I'm. I, this was curiosity. It's not me pointing fingers at anybody. I right. was just curious. If just because you have source. open source code, just just because you can show what's inside, I don't think is necessarily a vulnerability. Not necessarily, but if you want to break into a building, it's really nice to have the blueprints. Fair enough. Fair That's enough. All. Yep. So. Crazy. Yeah. It's a, it's a wild world out there, Joe. Yep. Isn't it fun to be in this industry? <laughs> Shit. Well, be careful, like 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 you mentioned. So you got some free stuff. Uh, you're the product A. Yeah. B. It's probably not as secure. I mean, this is real generic here. It's probably not going to be as secure as something you pay for. Generally speaking. Generally speaking. Uh, yeah. um, and you definitely want to keep your eyes on the security lines on or have an IT company. Yeah. Keeping your eyes on the security updates for that thing and make sure it's patched. Make sure it's up to date. And it's a layered approach because if you're, no matter what you're using, no matter what software you're using, you also need a really solid, and I'm going to blank on the new acronym, um, endpoint protection and remediation, right? It's not EPR though. EDR, endpoint detection and remediation. I don't know. It's the new acronym for antivirus. Sure. But it's so, and the reason I'm even pointing out that it's changed is that the, the typical way, the historic way we've done things is very different. Yep. Like it's not just about having an antivirus on your computer. You also have to have human, you know, a, a human aspect of this, somebody who's watching for the alerts and who's immediately taking action should action need to be taken. Okay. And that's got to be around the clock. It's got to be 24 seven. So. Yeah. Landscapes change. If you think yeah. you're, you were safe five years ago, now you're fine. Things have changed so dramatically in the right. last five years, right. exponentially. Uh, Which takes know. me back to uh, kind of my opening arguments here with the unnamed prospect who is working on custom-made software, you know, from like the 1980s, not yeah. quite, but um, man, be careful. Yep. Be careful. Well, is that it? That's it. I do want to tease next week. Okay. Next week's... Uh... I like to be teased, Joe. <laughs> Let's cut that out later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the next stupid thing we're going to talk about next week or soon, uh, banking online. Do this thing. Do this one thing. Make sure you're doing this if you're banking online, which is, I would assume, everybody. Everybody now. I'm trying to get ahead. See, I don't know what these topics are before we hit them, but <laughs> I bet I know what that one is. Do you? Because there's a lot of stuff you want to make sure you're covering. But yeah, but there's, there's one, one in particular, particular that I think I know what it is. Yeah, I'll, yeah. Once we've stopped the recording software, I'll ask and see sure. if I've got this one sure. figured out. So, <laughs> All right. Well, then let me take it from here, Joe. We've got our ongoing perpetual never ending offer for a free consult a discovery call whatever you want to however you want to phrase it but uh book 10 minutes with me and you know i've been doing a lot of these lately which is good it's encouraging that people are taking this a little bit more seriously uh, you know that our message is starting to get heard and you know it, it at first i'll be honest when i started promoting these I would tell people, and I'd say it right here on the podcast, in 10 minutes, I can tell you guys if you're you know, safe or not. And that is just becoming so easy to do. Yeah. It, it, I can actually do it in like three minutes. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm cutting these 10 minute calls short a lot of times because I just, hey, let me ask you this. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, guys, we got to get this taken care of now. Uh, how do you want to proceed? Right. And, and it's really not like that. It's more, 
at at the end of the meeting, all we're trying to do is is determine if it makes sense to dive deeper. Yeah. But it it is really easy for me to tell in a couple of minutes. And honestly, in all honesty, there are several times where I meet with people and they've got it dialed in. Yeah. And I just tell them that. I'm like, hey, I, I, I've got nothing for you. Yeah. You're doing a fantastic job. I'm going to send you some free resources. And if something changes or if you need some support in the future, give me a holler. But you're knocking out of the park. Yeah. Congratulations. I love those calls. I really do. <laughs> um, so, a little anyways. hope for humanity, huh? Yeah, exactly, exactly, <laughs> uh, because of how tragic most of the calls go. So um, anyways, jump on the website, mastercomputing.com slash discovery, and book this 10-minute call. No pressure, no strings attached. Worst case scenario, you're going home with free resources, and those resources include online cybersecurity awareness training and templates for policies, procedures, and... Uh, well, policies and procedures. There's a third <laughs> one that I'm blanking on it. But anyways, you're going to go home with those uh, resources for free that you can use. And almost nobody has those two things dialed in. That's why I give those away no matter what. So Definitely. that's what I got. Joe, any final thoughts? Uh, book the call, man. Book it. Call. Check your pulse. Yeah. Free. Ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be stupid, guys. All right. See you next week. Bye.